and this is the dirty word and i am up church it's about to get dirty we've already heard that song a hundred times just like that Now tuned in to the dirty word. Jesus Christ! Oh, it's all good. We ain't in that. Well, we're just gonna go live like old school style. Can you hear me pretty good, Church? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. All right. So anyway, this is the fucking dirty word, and we used to do a little bit better than this, but hey, this is all new to us, right? Oh, dude, you're good, man. I'm the same way. I can't even hook up my Xbox. Yeah, yeah. It's a, man, shit changes, bro. I've spent an entire fucking day today trying to get a fucking new phone. Here now I sit in limbo with two phones. It's Look at you, Kevin Gates. You got two phones. <laughs> y'all drug dealers. Y'all ain't radio guys. <laughs> if one of these motherfuckers would work, but I don't have no contacts in this one and no pictures in this one, and they're all lost in the cloud right now. <laughs> No, nah, man, it's all, all right, good. man, we've got you on here, man, and I know all these folks on here want to hear some some up-church information, so we're going to give it to you, bro. And, uh, we know, we got a few questions we want to hit you with, but I want to kind of start off, man, first of all, like, hit you with some, you know, how did you get started? Like, what is the, the when, what was the first time when you're standing in front of the mirror and you said to yourself, I want to be a fucking musician? Who was the guy that got you? motivated to be that man i tell you it it was more like i was set, i was i had a job and my job sucked you know i mean i've done i've i've been a manager at sherwin williams um you know i've i've been a I bus tables at shoney's um most of my life after high school i worked construction and one day i was just like you know what dude Instead of fucking doing this shit every day, you know, I mean, I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed painting and all that shit. I don't enjoy hanging drywall. Uh, my favorite thing was like, you know, painting and shit, residential and commercial. And one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to, because I used to rap in high school, but I, we don't, we all just did it for fun. We was living in a small town. Fuck. We didn't even really tell nobody we rapped because if anybody found out you rapped, you know, especially the older motherfuckers like, you know, our pop's age and shit. They'd be like, you know, quit, yeah. quit doing that black boy shit. Well, yeah, that's yeah. just how it is. Like, they quit doing that yeah. black boy shit. And then, I, you know, I just said, fuck it. Yeah, I'm, like, like, I'm going to make work. my shit. I'm going to yeah. make my songs and do my thing. And if nobody likes it, they don't like it. Fuck it. Yeah, man, you're right. Like, back then, you know, like the whole fucking, the rap thing. That's And I talked about that before. Like, they, you know, when everybody, you know, you ask these fucking country rappers, bro, like, how did you get into country rap? And I swear to God, church, it's like they pull out the violin and they're like, well, I grew up listening to Hank Williams Jr., but I really like Tupac, too. You know? Dude, I, I know I, it. <laughs> but the, everybody knows the reality of it is we like fucking rap, but we couldn't listen to rap because our parents was like, no, fuck no. Cut that shit off. You know what I mean? Bro, so when we, I was we, in seventh grade, when I was in seventh grade, I came home. No, I wasn't seventh grade. It was about fifth or fourth grade. My buddy Jordan Harris, he gave yeah. me an Eminem cassette tape, and I had like a I had a cassette player in my house. And uh, my mama, she's like, "What are you listening to?" I was like, "I'm listening to Eminem, dude." She, I got grounded for it. 
<laughs> Mom was that fucking Bone album. Bone Thugs. Yeah, that had the fucking uh, had the the old one that had the first of the month and all that shit on it. And like my mom was listening to the one who was like Mo Murder, Mo Murder. Dude, we our generation got the last of the good hip hop, bro. Yeah, man. Hey, well, that's I think that is what got you to where you have the sounds you have. You, I can definitely tell, man, to be a a newer cat to the game. You got this old soul about you in your music, and it kind of shines through, you know. I appreciate it, man. And that's what I like. So, you know, with that being said, man, I know you've been fucking with the uh, with the Creeker album, mm-hmm. and and that's like, you know, you kind of I've listened to I've listened to everything you put out on it. And it's a whole other element. Like, what was the inspiration behind that? You know, like what got you on that tip? Man, dude, it's just all the music I've grown up listening to. Like, when you look around at you know, and it's not just. See, that's the thing, man. I'm, I'm on the fence about the whole country rap or just yeah. hip-hop thing because, like, the way I see it, the way I grew up, you know, I was I was going to the mud parks when, before before going to mud parks was cool. Like, I was going to skate parks when, you know, it was cool to go to skate parks. Like, so I got a little bit of everything. Like, I grew up listening to, you know, Eminem, uh, Yo Gotti, Plies, Young Jeezy, but... I also grew up listening to Kenny Chesney, Alan Jackson, Clint Black, fucking, um, you know, uh, Alice in Chains, Nirvana. So it's just, the thing is, like, one of my biggest inspirations right now in the music world is Post Malone. Because Post Malone don't give a fuck. Post Malone, if he wants to go make a country song and then the next day go make a reggae song and the next day make a rap song, he's going to do it because he just don't give a fuck. Now, this whole sticking in, like... I feel like people who stick themselves and like legit just now, I had, now don't get me wrong. I had to learn this. Like I didn't yeah. know at first, like I thought at first I was like, okay, well maybe, you know, I am a country rapper. Cause I didn't know I was from the country. I didn't know, you know, a kid from the country could be a rapper, but now, now that I'm older and I'm getting more knowledge about the shit, I'm just a rapper from the country. I'm not a country rapper. I'm a yeah. rapper that only knows about country shit. Like you can't help what kind of shit you like. And the fact that people put themselves in this tiny little bubble and they say, oh, well, I'm a country rapper. Well, that automatically yeah. knocks you off everything else. You're Pretty much you're telling yourself, well, if I'm a country rapper, I'm telling myself I can't hang with the big boys that are rappers. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, I, I heard a wise man once told me, man, that he whenever I was doing music, he was like, bro, uh, be country by default. You know what I mean? You don't have to tell people that your country. Just let them kind of find it in your essence, you know? And that's the same thing those those rappers you mentioned you listen to, bro. One thing about them dudes is, like, you don't have to... If your guy never told you he was from Memphis, you would know that motherfucker's from Memphis, you know, because he it's all in him. It comes out of him, you know what I mean? And, and what you're doing is you're just... We can tell what you are, you know what I mean? You don't even have to say it. And, and that's... That's the beauty of music altogether, bro. It's it, everybody gets to be themselves and fucking do some great shit, you know. Yeah, but. and you know, I'm not saying, and I, I'm not saying, uh, you know, I'm not over here saying, oh, well, you know, I'm not a country rapper, bro. Eminem said it the best. I am whatever you say I am. If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? So everybody mm-hmm. takes music differently. Like you know, I've heard people say, oh, well, your music inspires me to be myself, or my, your music inspired me to get off drugs, or your music. It's different for everybody, so you got to be yeah. everything for everybody all the time. Yeah. Well, Upchurch, I got to ask you, man, right now, what are you super obsessed with? 
Is it like, I mean, your shows, your fan, who are you? What are you obsessed with? hundred percent. What am I obsessed with? Man, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm real. Like I don't post a lot about it, but I'm really, really into doing stunts on four wheelers. Um, not, not, not like I, I do mud riding and shit like that. Like that's all fun and shit, but it's, I'm, I'm more right now. I'm more into the, you know, riding on the street, um, you know, maybe getting in trouble or, you know, I'm just into riding on the street right now with a four wheeler. So I went and got me the fastest four wheeler. Doing those follies and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how you man? So like, um, I know you've been on the road tough now. Are you doing like three or four a week now these days? Yeah, I'm doing, um, you know, I'm actually taking more of a break this year because last year everybody was like, oh, my God, you're coming out with so much music. When really I I couldn't even spend as much time as I wanted on music because I was always on the road every weekend. So this week, this year is a little different. Um, I'm still on the road a lot, but I'm, I'm, I'm picking and choosing because – you know, when you're in, when I, when I get put, I'm put in a position. So right now I can do two things. I could either, I could either be a lazy fuck and try to ride the wave or yeah. I can get behind the wave and push the wave and show people that I actually do care about what I'm doing. And if you really yeah. do care yeah. about what you're doing and for your people, you don't have to tell them that you care. You just show them and they know you care. So this yeah. year I'm trying to spend a lot more time on, uh, doing YouTube videos, doing vlogs, and coming out with better music. And actually, I've already I've already made three other albums, and I'm just perfecting them right now. <laughs> I know your ass definitely ain't coming to Hot Springs anytime soon. Oh no, yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm coming back. I'm doing a free show. I, I just got to get hey. some other shows out of the way. Well, and hey, I'm gonna throw a free show. Soon as you come back down here, church, I got you a free Yeti cooler over here. So you just <laughs> come by. So we got you hooked up already. Um, man, all right. So I really I thought about some things I wanted to ask you, and I was like, you know, I've I've even heard myself say this kind of shit. Like, I'll be like, man, if I could just get it going like how Up Church has it, then that would be success of mine on that underground level, making that money and all that. So, and I know a lot of rappers I've heard say those exact words. So I thought maybe since we had you here, I'd like to walk people through like a week of being up church on Monday morning when up church gets out of bed all the way until Sunday. What to break down how what it's like? I mean, I, do you have free time, bro? Are you able to barely do what you want to do? Barely. Like at this point in time, like I know that and, you know me, my family, and everybody knows. Like right now. Um, you know, um, I haven't even reached my peak yet. Like as an artist, that's probably going to be coming up in the next two, three years. So pretty much I'm just doing everything I can, you know, I mean, when, okay. So for instance, my schedule, here's what my schedule is like. So I, I don't wake up on Monday morning because I'm still awake from Sunday at this point. So Sunday, I'll wake up Sunday morning about nine o'clock. And I will, so I'll go through my day. Um, I start off by, I'll write some music. I'll do some vlogs. After that, um, you know, I got to feed my dogs, get my grass cut, uh, take the trash out, uh, you know, check the oil in my cars and shit, make sure all my fluids are good in my vehicles, wash my vehicles. Um, And then after that, I go home. uh, I do my research. I, I download a lot of videos and stuff from the internet that I need or clips. 
And here's another thing I do, and I do this every single day. I keep track of everybody in hip hop who's popping. I don't care if it's six nine. I don't care if it's the game. I don't care if it's fucking uh, Lil Uzi Vert, Yo Gotti. I don't give a fuck who it is. I'm keeping track of everything, everything everybody does. And like another thing I do is I call myself the dirt collector because I'm always, you have to look at the music industry like war and you can't just, you know, it's easy to pull up and say, Oh, well I'm going to, I'm going to pull up. I'm going to kick your ass. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Whatever. I mean, most time they're not, you have yeah. to be, you have to be smart. You have to <clears throat> be strategic. A lot of these artists play checkers and they lose. I'm trying to play chess and win every single time. That's why motherfuckers are always like, well, how, how is he so far ahead? This that, and the other. Cause bro, I kill myself for the fans and I kill myself for the fucking industry because I want to stay on top of it because you got to think I got a point yeah. to prove, man. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm not even from Nashville, Tennessee. I was born in Nashville, Tennessee. I was raised on the outskirts of Nashville, Tennessee in a small town. So, you know, I got motherfuckers looking at me and I'm, I'm the rapper who's really, really white with a gap in my teeth and a real Southern accent. So when yeah. I stay on top of my shit and they know, okay, don't fuck with that country ass white boy. Cause he stays on top of the shit. I want to keep it like that because it's funny. They can make fun of me. Anybody in the whole entire game. I don't give a fuck if it's somebody who's, you know, sitting at the very, very top. Don't matter. If, if, if when it comes down to me, bro, I am, I'm a, for one, I'm going to try to outwork everybody and I'm going to outsmart everybody every single time. And when you want to do that and actually be that, you got to put a lot of time into it. Because if you don't, you won't be smart and you won't be on top of nothing. Boom. Dude, I respect that. And I saw uh, I saw those vlogs you're doing about the tour live. Dude, oh, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm 100% marketing. That's all I do, 100% every day, all day. And putting out that kind of content, dude, to see the behind the scenes – you can already tell the, the amount of engagement you're starting to get from it is mind blowing. Oh man. It, but dude, you got to think though. Like you look at, check this out. Okay. So big truck, who's your favorite artist of uh, all time? Of all time. Somebody you think about frequently. Uh, I mean, I don't want to sound cliche, but like I'm a huge fucking Hank Jr. Fan. Like real <laughs> okay. shit. put it this way. Like, what if you could? And, what if you could rap, log on? I'm a Zero fan. I don't know if you ever listen to Zero, but that's my dude. So imagine this, bro. Imagine if you, if do you ever think like, I wonder what he's doing right now. I wonder if he does yeah, this. Yeah, fuck yeah, bro. These these artists, n n a lot of these artists aren't using social media to its full extent. Social media is made what it, what it was made for is not what it's used for these days. Social media now is used for motherfuckers to hate, hate, hate. It's become such a negative yeah. place since Vine fell off. I remember getting on Vine and laughing my ass off every day and having a good day. That's not the case no more. You get online now, motherfuckers are cutting people's heads off, throwing dogs off top of buildings. You know, it's nothing good no more. So as an artist and somebody who wants to make music their life or even traveling their life or anything like that, you can do it, but you have to put in the time to show these people what you're doing. And you and you can say all you want to. You got to show them that you actually care because if you want to give them something to look at and something to see because they want to follow you. And while they're following you, a, a lot of things, a lot, most of the time when people get big numbers, like a lot of people, 
you know, they don't know me yet. And they'll be like, oh, well, Church is a fucking, he's a fucking prick. He don't ever reply to nobody, this, that, and the other. Man, if I could reply to a million people a day, I would. But I can't. I ain't got the time. But yeah. I still got the time to make videos and post updates and shit and keep my people updated to let them know that I care about them. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, 100%, man. And, and once you stop uh, doing that and once you stop caring about the fans, you can't do that, man, because that's the thing, dude. Uh, it, you can call them fans all you want to, but when you show up to these shows and you meet these people and you get to talk to them, you don't feel like they're fans anymore. You feel like, you know, they're, they're somebody that's known you for a while, especially now with the internet, if it's used in a positive way. Bro, when I show up to these shows, the, the reason I, I throw fucking thousands of dollars of merch out there and, you know, I, I'll rip the chain off my neck that costs 800 bucks and throw it out in the crowd. I don't give a fuck because these people, they're not just fans showing up buying a ticket. I know if somebody walks through that door and says, fuck up church or pulls out a gun or something, bro, they're going to get stomped to mashed potatoes because I got these fans back <laughs> like they got my back. Yeah. 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 Man, uh, so coming from a marketing standpoint, dude, you're doing it perfect. If you were to write a book on the way an artist should do it, you're doing it exactly right. You're putting out 100% content. You're engaging with everybody. Dude, it's it's verbatim perfect. Thank you. And you know, you, you want to know what the crazy part is, man? Like, I really appreciate what you said. Like, it, it still blows my mind that people say that to me because everybody's like, dude, how are you so, how are you so good at marketing? I'm not, bro. I'm winging it. I'm winging it. Yeah. I don't even I, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like I got motherfuckers that are downtown right now who are signed by record labels and got all kind of people behind them. And they're like, bro, how do you this, that, and the other? I'm like, bro, you asking the wrong person, bro. I'm just showing people my life. They, 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 they hook, they, you know, they like it, they watch it and they relate to it. I, I can't, you can't help a motherfucker be real is what I'm trying to say. You can't. Yeah, no, absolutely not. So man, uh, I know now you're, the show game is is going nuts, man. I've uh, I ta- I was nosing around whenever the Coles thing came around. Uh, I I tried in there to try to get direct support for you, and then I sh- I've been hearing bad things about that fucking guy anyway. I don't and, even uh, know him. Yeah, he man, I, I just heard that he just wasn't on top of his shit, basically, and you know how that shit can end up. But I know whenever uh, I ask him, so. I, you pretty much doubled on your on your show purse to to get you in the door, right? This year, the show is going to be bigger and better than ever, right? Oh, dude, it's it's fucking crazy, dude. Like that, and that's another thing I learned about myself, dude. I love overall. I love being a performer, man. I love seeing these people's face when when I fucking kick my boots off and roll my pants legs up on stage. And 230 pounds take off running and jump into the crowd and yeah. like head, head banging on the cymbals and shit. Like when I started, 230, out, you're 230. Huh? You're 230 pounds. Bro, I am 225 pounds and I am six foot tall. Six foot tall. You know, you always wonder those things. Bro, when I first talked to Shannon from Average Joe's, he thought I was six foot six. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up, I'm five foot fucking eight, bro. I'm like, I'm built like an Easter egg. And he, he fucking, he, when I walked in, he was like, bro, I thought you were this like big monstrous fucking guy. You know, I was dude, like, that's it, the downward angles, bro. Dude, <laughs> it's, 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 for, it's opposite for me. I'll see, I'll meet people that were like, dude, I thought you were like a little skinny guy. I'm like, fuck no, bro. <laughs> I'm corn fed as fuck, smoke pot and drink beer, dude. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Huh. 
So you, are you going full live this year? Is, is there, are you running, uh, I see you've got a, what's Travis? Uh, yeah, let's, let's ask you this, like, who all's in your band now? Shout them out, man. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Um, so right now, so we, it's a lot of people, man. Like, I got my tour manager now, um, Be Loose. But it, it's so crazy. Like, the circle's so small, but we like it that way. Like, like yeah. my tour manager is Be Loose, but he's also my video Photographer. He shoots all my music videos. Um, we're shooting a documentary right now on the start of my life till now. Um, we got Travis Kidwell, who's killer on guitar. Oh, Goldilocks, he's been swinging that hair all around. Yeah. Um, I got Jason Peterson is my drummer. He's he's toured through uh, you know the UK, Australia. Um, you know, he's been with you for a minute, hasn't he? What's that? Your drummer's been with you for a minute, hasn't he? Oh yeah, my drummer, and my DJ have been with me since the beginning. Um, yeah, they're really clutch. Like when I watch footage, man, they're they are money with everything. Like, yeah, dude, not a lot of people know, but like you know, kid, kid, my drummer, he's a diehard professional, man. He's toured with some really, really big bands, you know, into foreign countries and shit. Like he's he's been around. He knows what's going on. So with you know, my my band's real tight. You know, we don't it's we don't go we don't go out at these shows and get fucking wasted and drunk and do stupid shit. Like it's strictly, yeah. we show up, it's business. We're there to do, do our job for the fans and make sure we do a good job. And then that's it. And on to the next one. So you, uh, you recently booked, uh, what's the, what's the big show you just got, man, that I've been hearing about, uh, man, dude, I gonna be honest, man. I got, I got a few coming up. That's, that's pretty crazy. Like, are you and, going to carve with Hank Jr.? What's that? Didn't you get a show with Hank? Yeah, Hank Jr., yeah. It's going to that, that show. <laughs> Take it with that's you, man. the thing, man. That's the thing. Like, if, if all these other artists and, you know, everybody to, everybody comes to me, they're like, bro, come on, bro, you slick this. I, I, I do it in general because I'm trying, yeah. to, I'm trying to push other motherfuckers to be wordsmiths. I'm trying to push these other country rap dudes, you know, to, to sit down and try to be a genius because, bro, everybody can write a song about mudding and drinking, bro. Everybody. You ha you have to go over the top, like, like that's that's my whole thing. That's why I I got infatuated and so interested in country rap because in the beginning I was like, okay, some of this shit's cool. Like the first thing I ever heard was "Kicking It in Tennessee" by Big Smo. That's the first thing yeah. I ever heard. Second thing I ever heard was "Tiller Gang" by Redneck Soldiers. And yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie, I, Fat Tar, bro, Fat Tar's a lyricist when he wants to be. He he really yeah. is. He's a wordsmith. But the thing yeah. is, man, we can't, we're not going to be taken seriously by anybody, business-wise, artist-wise, or nothing, unless we sound serious. We, we, yeah. can't, we can't show up to fucking, you know, a, a strange music video um, conference and be like, yeah, man, so I wrote this, this song about drinking and, and more drinking. <laughs> But no, um, see, that's the thing. A lot of the artists are like, well, you know, fucking church is leaving his hanging. Church is leaving his mind. No, the fuck I'm not. I'm, I'm going as far as I can go and I'm going to help as many people as possible. But me and you both know right now, like being on the level I'm at now, of course, I'm not, I'm not at the level I was last year, but yeah, this year, Here's what people don't realize. If you got a brand and you got a sound, it's like whiskey. You want it to be as strong as possible. If the second yeah. you start diluting it with a bunch of other motherfuckers, you're gonna you're gonna 
be in the same category as them. So you got to pick and choose. Like there's some artists I'll tell you flat out right now. I'd never do a song with them ever. I won't do a song with them because bro, I'm not about to jump on a track and look and back. I'm not, I'm not stepping backwards. I'm trying to go forward. And exactly. that, and that yeah. comes to, that mm-hmm. comes to my shows. Like last year, bro, last year I was doing 500 people. You know, I wasn't selling out really nowhere. I was selling out here and there in my good spots. But, bro, this year, every single show I've had this year sold out. We booked a show with uh, the Rock the South Tour with Hank Williams Jr., Luke Bryan, Eric Church, Horn Elena. And then after Dude. that, and then, yeah, bro. and then after that show, yeah. I got uh, – it's going to be me and Jamie Johnson. And then after that – Yeah. Hell yeah. And then Hell after yeah. that, it's going to be uh, me and Aaron Lewis and Cody Jinks. But that's the thing. Like, these 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 artists and any upcoming artist who's watching this right now, I'm telling you, bro, take take it from take it from me. Like, you got to think outside the box, man. You got you got to be you, but you can't single yourself out into a small group. Get out there and fucking butt heads with the big boys. That that's my goal this year. Dude, by the end of this year in 2019, I want people to be like, that's that country-ass motherfucker who raps about country shit and got the rebel flag in all his videos. But I want to be on the same level as Machine Gun Kelly. I want to be on the same level as yeah. Kevin Gates. I want to be on their level. I know I know you got a lot of... I mean, I've always... I think the first time I ever even checked into you, it was uh, you did a little joint to the Sail On track or whatever that I heard. Uh, oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then you did the little Ray's Helen Eat Cornbread thing. That was when you were first branding that. I right? recorded those so in a closet. And, bro, like, the one thing that I've noticed that, that can't be denied here, like, everybody can say what the fuck ever they want to say, but nobody's outworking you. And, like, it's outworking you with quality fucking shit. You know what I mean? Like, you're hitting them from with country albums that sound like, contenders you know what i mean like they're not it's not a lot of these cats that venture off into that singing shit they sound like a rapper trying to sing you know what i mean right. you sound like a damn singer and then you got these guys that sound like rappers that that you know that are that are actually singers and i you it trips me out bro how you're able to do all that shit like i mean you're destined i guess for for whatever it is you're, you're going for because like who because i know from my perspective, what all it takes to do that shit. You know what I mean? Right. They don't understand how hard you had to work to figure out how to sound like a legit country singer. You know dude, what I mean? You, that's the God's honest truth, dude. You hit the nail on the head. Like, <clears throat> like I'm going to be completely honest. Like, and you know, before, before all the music stuff, man, you know, even back when I was in high school, I was, I was a goofy ass dude. You know, I would do like voice impressions and shit like that. And yeah. like try to sound like other people just to make people laugh. And then when I got into music, I was like, holy shit, you know, I don't just have one voice. Bro, I got legitimately right now, as as an artist, as Upchurch, I have five different voices that I'm comfortable with. Like I can sing soft rock, I can sing hard rock, I can sing old time country, I can sing new time country, and then I can rap. But I've done spent so much time on those five elements that I'm, I'm getting to the point now where I can, I can do every single one of them perfect, but I ain't gonna lie on stage when I'm on my set, like if I'm rapping, rap, the rapping thing's easy, 
But right before I do a country song, the fans don't know this, but I'll massage my throat, take a shot of Jack Daniels, and get my voice into the next key for the next song. And it's it, yeah. it's hard doing that shit, yeah. especially on on the point on on point. Oh yeah, bro, and that and them live microphones, they don't fucking lie. You know what I mean? Like it, it it's a whole nother thing, man. When you're on a little fancy ass fucking studio mic, when you get on one of them fucking SM fifty eights out there. And you sing, you hear every flaw, so you got to oh. really tell it. Dude, not only that, like, what these people don't understand is, like, see, now my show, like, I started off like every uh, like every rapper. I have my track in the background, I was rapping over my track, which which yeah. that's pretty common for a rap set. Like, you know, I've, I've gone and watched uh, Machine Gun Kelly in Nashville. He does the same thing, but he also is hanging upside down on rafters and fucking... that's that's what a lot of people don't understand is you know when the whole garth brooks thing went down everybody's like oh fuck garth brooks he's lip singing bro you gotta think that man is in his 50s he's running around on a 360 stage like everybody who talks shit about uh, artists having the track in the background i just want to i want to so bad be like okay here's the microphone you get on stage and you run around and rap a million miles an hour at the same exact time. Tell me if you get every word because they're not going to. Meanwhile, your adrenaline's pumping, your fucking heart rate's up. Your Of course. And do you still get that feeling, bro? Do you still get those butterflies and shit when you get ready to go out there on, on these smaller events? Like, does that still Man. something that intimidates you? Dude, I, I ain't going to lie, dude. Every time, every time I show up to a show... I'm I'm ready to go balls out and just fucking go crazy. I'm prepared for somebody to crawl on stage and try to fight me. I'm prepared for everything, bro. And I'm telling you, the first time somebody gets on stage and tries to fuck with me, I'm gonna grab my my get I'm gonna grab my drummer's fucking cymbal and I'm gonna fucking sling it at him. And it's going down. Because <laughs> let me tell you something, dude. Like people don't realize a lot about me. People don't realize that, you know my family situation and stuff like right before all this rap shit, the reason it made me want to work so hard and become so dedicated. And, you know, I ain't trying to get personal or nothing. And I ain't trying to, um, you know, make nobody oh, feel sorry for me because I don't, I don't, want, no, I don't want nobody feel sorry for me, but my family, we lost our entire farm right before I got popular, right before I got famous with rap and stuff and started getting successful. You know, my family was in a really dark spot. Uh, the reason I'm so diehard about Chicken Willie, and I say Chicken Willie a lot, everybody laughs at it and shit, but it, it's okay. They can laugh at it all they want to because that's my inspiration. Like, when I'm writing these songs, I'm doing it for my grandfather because right before he passed away, you know, and everybody in here does blue-collar work. Hang on a second. Everybody in here who does blue-collar work, they know what it is in the country. You know, you can rap about big trucks and shit all you want to, but... Ain't nobody rapping about, you know, their dad and uh, grandpa having a small paint company and then all the fucking illegal immigrants coming over here and stealing all the work and then having the regular day-to-day American man not be able to pay their bills. And for that very reason, we lost our farm. We lost my childhood home. You know, we, uh, me and my mama and my brothers, we lived in a few different duplexes and shit. And when I say we lived in duplexes, I mean, dude, I, there was there was there was times when and my mama, my mama always made sure we had what we needed and shit. But there was times when, you know, me and my four brothers and my mama, we would have to, you know, live a couple months in a duplex 
that was, you know, a bedroom and a bathroom and a living room. And me and all my brothers, how my mama would make us a pallet in the in the in the floor in the living room, and we'd all lay down. So that that's what I'm saying, man. Like these artists don't understand. It's not about being a badass. It ain't about you know flexing your muscles and shit. When it comes down to it, bro. Bro, I, I, I'm just going to be completely honest. And I'm not the kind, I don't run around looking for trouble or nothing like that. But, bro, I will fucking kill you if you try yeah. to fuck with my shit and you try to fuck my shit up. I will fucking kill yeah. you because I'll go to fucking, I would rather go to jail. I would rather go to jail and go viral and spend 20 years in prison for protecting my family and protecting what I do because we had it rough for such a period of time and when you sit there and you got to watch your your nanny cry about uh you know having to leave her house she's been in for 30 years and you see your mama crying because she can't pay the bills bro it makes you a savage i've never i've yeah. never been i've never been the the, the kind of guy but dude i got my i got my old lady with me right now if somebody pulls up beside me and starts talking some shit at a red light bro i'm showing you i got a 45 i ain't fucking with you because I got I got too much to protect and too much to live for. Yeah, hey, I, I can hear that hunger, bro. And the the, the joint that I bang the most is the show out joint. Uh, and I can hear the hunger from that backstory you just told me in that record. That's why I fuck with that record. I, I know you feel me on this artist wise. You listen to records. You listen to that intensity, that hunger in an artist's voice. You know, you wanna. You, I, it's like you're selling it to me. You know, and that's why I used to listen to Boosie and shit like. He's the realest. Yeah, bro. He made me feel the, the where he was from and his situation and that. But I, I feel the same vibes from your music, bro. Like uh, I really, I mean, I, I can't say nothing else, man. I brag on you all the time, man. To be a young dude, I've always seen you have your shit like collectively together and always be on some shit. And I, me and Cecil have talked about it. I was like, who in the fuck is behind his marketing? You just told us it's you. Now that blows my mind even more because like. We've got guys that make big time salaries that that's all they specialize in. You got a guy that's just winging it, fucking knocking it out of the park, you know? Right. Man, and on marketing, that's where I go back. It's There's no special, you don't have to go to school for 10 years for fucking marketing. It's simple, right? You have something the consumer wants, you give it to the consumer, you engage with the consumer, bam, you got stardom. I mean, as long as these artists, and right now, and Will Smith is doing it perfect, right? All Will right. Smith has started blogging and started getting on Instagram. And Will Smith hasn't dropped anything in like three or four years. And now he's starting to gain. He already hit a million followers on YouTube. I mean, he's just gaining all this traction because all his old diehard fans are now starting to get involved with him. And he's, he's starting to vlog. And you talk about taking off. And then if all these artists would do that and jump aboard it and not be scared to do it, it's crazy. Well, you know what it is, man. I'll tell you exactly what that is. They get too, they get too comfortable. They get you comfortable. Yeah. You know, they reach a point like every day, every day when an artist wakes up, here's the first thing they should say or the, the first thing they should think. They should think to themselves, today is a possibility that I could fall off and nobody's going to ever give a fuck ever again. Because once these artists get too comfortable, I ain't going to say no names because I ain't giving no free shout outs today. But some, <laughs> of these, some of these artists, they get comfortable in their head their head gets big and you know every everybody says that but it's it's the fucking truth man once you start you know feeling like oh well I'm, i can do anything around these people I, i'm i'm a god now this ain't no you're not you're there's only one god bro and he lives in the mm -hmm. fucking sky 
We're just these fucking minions, and we're here to do good shit. We're not here to be egotistical. We're not here to fucking, you know, trash anybody else. That's why. That's why I only have one diss song out, because I didn't want to. I didn't want to diss that dude, because I know I'm good at it, and I didn't want to. You know, he can he, he can say I didn't put a dent in his shit all he wants to. Everybody knows I put a dent in it. But dude, I told him numerous times. I said, dude, don't fuck with me. I'm telling you, leave me alone. Stick to the grind and do your thing. Hand fucking yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. We uh we, we talked to that guy, you know, since what I say, man. And uh we got his perspective on everything. Um I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you not hear me? Yeah, I heard you. <laughs> well, uh I mean, is there anything you want to say about that or you wanna dance around that? Oh bro, you can ask me anything you want to. I'm open book. All right. So this is, you know, all right. So when when talking to that dude, and I mean, we'll just, I, I'm, I'll say the name. We're, you know, speaking on the Chris Hosier, um, I guess Adam and Calhoun and yourself, um, the little controversy that brewed. I guess it stemmed off of whatever a concert or some shit uh, where somebody said, somebody said, "Fuck you," right? Uh, yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing, man. Like they. A lot of these artists, they think, oh, well, Upchurch knows what I'm doing. Bro, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I don't give a fuck what you're doing. <laughs> if I see it, I see it. If I don't, I don't. Because I'm focused on my own shit. But it's true. I mean, you know, and you can't you can't do nothing but, you know, pack it up, throw it in the bag, throw it in the trash, keep on going. Because that's that's my that was my weakness last year. My weakness last year was wanting to help too many people at one time. And yeah. and everybody everybody watching this and listen, I'm not I'm not here to bash nobody. I'm here to tell the truth. And God's honest truth, nobody would have known who that fucking dude was unless I would have done a music video with him. <laughs> like he, he, nobody would know who he was. I helped that dude do a song. He said, "Will you do a song with me?" I said, "Look, man, you want to get in this country rap shit?" I was like, "Yeah, I'll do a song with you, but it's got to sound good." Well, yeah. it sounded halfway decent, so I did it. And then after that, you know, uh, that was all I was going to do because I, I got my own shit to worry about. But uh, after that, he was like, what about a music video? I was like, oh, goddamn. Uh, all right, <laughs> fucking, we'll, we'll do a music video. So my boy Tubbs, you know, last minute, we, we went to his garage and shot it and stuff. And then after that, it was, will you share it? And I was like, goddamn. So I helped this dude out a lot, not even knowing him. And... Yeah. You know, if he wants to burn the bridge, he done burnt a bunch of fucking bridges. That motherfucker's stuck on an island right now. Like, <laughs> he, if, and it, like I said before, I'm not here to bash him. If he, it, it, he's probably watching right now, the best thing I can tell you, bro, if you're watching this right now, is stay in your fucking lane, bro. Quit hating on every goddamn body and show people you got skills. Because motherfuckers who diss people all the time and they come out with diss track after diss track after diss track and are constantly trying to have beef, they're only doing that for one reason. And the reason they're doing it is because they know for a fact they ain't got fucking skills like the next guy who's got his head on straight doing what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's a, and they always, they always try to, you know, like, uh, push it towards the whole, oh, I'm trying that 50 cent approach and all that. Nah, 50 cent was already 50 cent when he tried that approach. You know what I mean? Yeah. He wasn't a, he wasn't a dude that nobody knew trying that approach. So, I mean, yeah, that's a go-to move for a lot of cats, man. So, you know, we won't, 
I know how the game goes, man. I know how shit gets. I know how this. Some people aren't built to handle notoriety. You know, uh, I oh. think you handle it pretty well. Uh, some people don't know how to act when people start paying attention to what they do. It's and and I'll be real with you. It's a little. It's it's weird. You know what I mean? At first, you know, at, at this point, man, you were so young. Like you know, when you first started getting attention, that by now it's probably something that you're fairly used to you know what i mean I, I would say so it's it's still a weird feeling to me man like i i'm not gonna lie like i'm still not used to it like all my buddies all the time they're like dude you you still don't realize how many people watch your stuff you don't realize how many people listen to your shit and i tell them all the time i'm like you know what i i don't i don't want to know how many spotify listeners i got don't even tell me i don't want to know how many monthly youtube views i got i don't i don't want to know because every day when i wake up i want to feel like I still have to work, work towards something for these people because once you feel like you're done working towards something, you'll start slacking. Yeah, Hell yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, so, have you? Uh, with that being said, like you know, um, are you to the point now where everywhere you go, like you're getting recognized and shit? Like when you get out at the gas station and you're in some other town, do people come running up, screaming up church at this point? Or yeah. And it don't bother me at all, man. I, you know, I, I can't go to the mall in, uh, in Nashville unless it's on like a Wednesday or something. Cause I won't get nothing done. But you know, when I do, when I do go to places like the mall and I stop at gas stations or go to Logan's and people come up to me though, you know, I, I've, I've been the kid before that seen somebody famous and was like, Oh shit. You know, Hey man, can I get an autograph? And then, you know, have them be like, no, I'm fucking eating right now. Blah, blah, blah. So, <laughs> so I know what it's like. So when when somebody sees me out in public, I'll, I'll you know I'll stop eating. And how I am, if anybody's ever met me in public, I'll stop it. I'll stop eating my food. I'll get up. I'll take a picture. I'll talk to you for ten minutes, and I go back and eat my cold food because yeah, because making the sacrifice of my own time at that point to make somebody else's day is more important more important than the food that I'm still gonna get to eat you know what i'm saying yeah well I, i've talked about that before like it's people that completely sacrifice themselves to the to the art of entertaining you know what i mean you got to understand what you are you're like those people that come up and say hi you got to entertain them because you took on the responsibility of being an entertainer and i don't just it ain't a light switch you know what i mean you can't just turn it off and be like all right today i don't feel like fucking with it you know what i mean i just want to be a regular dude oh, now yeah. you're an entertainer and and so uh, I, I heard you say on, on something that your that your mom started traveling with you. So as far as like the family unit on the road, you know, I know you've been basically uh, with your old lady. You've been with her pretty much ever since this shit started, right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. So are y'all like are you a family thing on the road? Are y'all 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 traveling like that as well? Does she go to most of your gigs and everything with you? And well, see, at first we had we had her doing doing the merch, like actually being out in the crowd and doing the merch. And then, you know, once it got to a point to where, you know, it was dangerous, like, cause now I get, yeah. I get death threats and shit now. You know what I mean? Like I get That's motherfuckers great. saying, Hey, I'm going to come to the show and I'm going to shoot the show up and blah, 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 which most, they're not going to do that. I mean, they might one day. I don't fucking know. But, um, <laughs> the thing is, Hey, I'm still going to show up, but, uh, yeah. it's, it's a family thing. Like, my mom goes with me because not a lot of people know this. Like, bro, like I, I gotta take, I take medicine. Like I take medicine to keep my head on straight 
I take medicine for, you know, bipolar shit. I take medicine for ADHD. Like, if I don't take my medicine, dude, I could end up, like, treating a motherfucker like Satan. Like, not my fans or nothing, but, like, if I get, like, irritated with a sound guy or irritated or something, I just, I fly off the handle. So, you know, she comes, my mama comes with me because she's been there with me since the beginning. She's not even, she's really not even like my mom. She's like my friend. She's like my best friend. So, my brothers, I don't, I don't let them go. Because, you know, they're they're not younger. They're, they're around my age. I got a brother that's 23. I got a brother that's 22. I got a brother that's 15. And I got a brother that's 10. And I got a sister that's 12. So I don't let... Oh, my- hell, y'all grew up fighting like a son of a bitch then, didn't Bro, you? <laughs> let me tell you. All boys, one girl. I feel sorry for my sister. But... Hey, she's a tough little son of a <laughs> but yeah, man, it's, it's dangerous, you know? So see Brianna, she, she ended up getting to a, a point where her sheets, cause she does the merch business. Like merch yeah. is all her. She's got to order it. She's got to count it. She's got to make sure we got all the right shit. She hired. And that's people. probably a fucking job, right? Right. So, so yeah. she hired one of my buddies from high school who body, who like bodybuilds and works out. So now he's at the merch table. It's different if a motherfucker, flips over the merch table and steals something while she's there versus flips the table over and steals something while he's standing there. Cause it's going to be a different story with him. Yeah. <laughs> so, no so, uh, is, is up church. Are you, are you looking to maybe tie the knot anytime soon, man? Man, we, I, I am, I am. But the thing is, man, we're, we're just so busy right now. We're trying to, yeah. we're trying to work as a team and have our priorities straight. You know what I mean? Like, not get yeah. not get caught up in stuff until we're in a position where we can. So right now it's it's we're working for the fans. Go get it season right now. You know, it's just it's time to go get it right now, huh? Right, right. Yeah. Well, uh, so you got the big shows coming up, man. Are you uh anything else in the works this 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 new and different? Are, are you are you gonna fucking be in a movie or something this year? I, I don't know what to expect from you, bro. Are you gonna be racing cars? Dude, I I actually, I actually am going to be in a movie this year. Whoa. It's not coming. Oh, the movie don't come out till two. They said 2020, 2020 or 2021, but I am in a movie, dude. And it's a bad ass fucking movie. Imagine that. Damn. So up church, the actor, rapper, <laughs> country singer, rock and roll singer, touring Sudoku actor, player, merchandise mogul. I mean, what the fuck? Can I have something? I mean, don't you fucking get into podcasting, all right? I'll put you here. Unless I'm on your show with you, all right? Bro, podcast? <laughs> dude, I, I could never do podcasts, bro. I don't have the mind for it. You have to have a special kind of mind because yeah. you have to have 360 emotions about shit, and I don't have 360 emotions about shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, man, uh, so, we you know, we talked about everything that's uh that's been going on, like, so anything that you, uh, any, any big announcements coming up that you want to drop or anything like that about to happen anytime that you ain't let anybody know? Yeah, man. Um, love so for you to announce it here. I got, <laughs> I got uh, the Creaker, the rock album Creaker will be for pre-order in two days. It'll go live on 420 when everybody's smoking doobies. Um, yeah. Two, three months after that, I got a rap album dropping. I don't even know what it's called yet. I ain't named it. Um, I got a documentary, the documentary coming out about me. Um, it's going to come out first on uh, iTunes 
It's going to come out second on rednicknationgear.com, and then it's going to come out on Netflix last. So um, we'll have that to look forward to. And, you know, it, it involves me behind the scenes, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly about being an artist, um, the struggles you go through, the personal battles you face, uh, the fans. It, it covers everything from when I was a kid to now. And um, and then we got the movie coming out in 2020, 2021. So, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm right now, I'm just, I'm working my ass off and I just want to continue working my ass off for these people because they show me love. So I want to show them love back. Hell yeah. Well, bro, I'll tell you on behalf of everybody that is watching what you're doing, man, you're fucking kicking ass, man. And, and I'm proud of you. And I know a lot of people are proud of you, man. I've seen you rise to the top and, and I know you're not done by a long shot. Uh, I think that a lot of people out here, these younger artists out here that, that pay attention to people's moves. You're a prime example of if you don't grind, you don't fucking eat. So they got to learn how to grind like you. But I mean, we appreciate you for coming on, bro. It's been uh, any, wanna, any, uh, and any artist out there, man, listen, take my advice. If, if you are in the music industry and you really, really want this bad enough, I got something to tell you, bro. There's going to be times where motherfuckers want to jump you. There's going to be times where you got to butt heads with people. There's going to be times you got to put yourself in dangerous situations. But if you want it bad enough, you'll come out on top. And if you go through all this shit, people will watch you go through it and they'll know what kind of person you are and you will rise to the top and it'll make you a better person. Just keep your head on a swivel, dude. Smoke weed. Stay away from fucking drugs, bro. I, I know all these rappers now talking about drugs and shit. Like, yeah, no. like, dude, listen, smoke weed. Smoke fucking weed. That's all you need. If you want to get higher, smoke more weed. Smoke a different kind of weed. Don't get fucked off and then ruin your whole fucking shit because you want to try some drugs with some other motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, whenever you come down here for the Carter's Off-Road show, man, you need to fuck with us live, man. Come down and we'll we'll get on some offbeat shit, man. We'll get off music for a little while. We'll talk about some political shit. I know you got a lot of opinions, man, that you like to talk about. We'll get off of this. We just really, man, I know a lot of people are dying to hear things about you, so we wanted to give them some insight on you. But next time, man, we sit down and we'll talk about some other shit, man. Yes, sir. Dude, uh, anytime y'all need a, anytime y'all want to live feed or ask me about something or you see people are interested and want to know something, hit me up. Because, hey, motherfucker, remember this. I'm also a fan of your music. Yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, uh, speaking of which, bro, I'm dropping my album 422. But, I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it'll get shit on by yours or whatever. But, uh, but I am dropping my album 420, so go check the motherfucker out, everybody. Check uh, it out, I got up Kirk's fans in here. Yo, <laughs> go check that Big Chuck album out, everybody. Hey, Big Chuck, no, Big Chuck's, Big Chuck's lyrical, man. I don't, uh, I don't know if any of y'all in here have heard of him before, or if you have. But dude, he's got, he's got a different voice. Uh, he's, he actually talks about real life shit. That one music video you got where you're, where you're out in that little rundown cabin, bro. That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, man. We just shot a really dope one, man. I got a shot with the red. That uh, you seen that red camera or whatever? Oh it yeah. Was big. Yeah, bro. And we we shot it, and it's supposed to. I've got some fucking green screen shit. It's supposed to be some shit floating in the video. So I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm anxious, ready to see it. So I'll, I'll drop the preview on the 13th. I'll I'll tell you about it. You check it out, man. It's supposed to be a really dope video. We put a lot of money in it. So uh, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna drop a few videos and release the album. But you know, I I just enjoy, man, talking to people like you, man, getting inspiration because. 
I knew where I fucked up at coming through the ranks, you know what I mean? And now that I see somebody that's like been able to, to dodge and bob and weave and shit, I like to talk to them and I like to get their perspective because I'm always a student to the game, you know what I mean, every day of the week. I, I, I like to learn, even no matter how old I fucking get, I always want to learn something new. And uh, so, man, it's been a fucking pleasure picking your brain, bro. Oh, and when you come wrong. down here to Carter's Off-Road, fuck with your boy. I'm like, man, maybe we'll come out there to the park, set up, do a podcast live from the park or something. I know it's going to be fucking nuts out there. Oh, I yeah. just want the video footage. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, you know, if you ever want to do anything, you know, that's 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 crazy, like maybe, you know, y'all come down to my crib and shoot a vlog and, like, see the inside of my life or whatever, bro, whatever you do. Listen, I'm a team player. Whether anybody yeah. on here wants to believe it or not, bro, I want I want the podcast people who talk about this music to go and get popular. I want everybody that's in the plane to get popular because bro, when I'm when I'm gone, bro, I want to be the reason that the country kids who the country has kids from the trailer parks and the country has kids that live with their single with a mama and duplexes and shit. I want them to have if they have a dream of being in the team, I want them to do the same shit because I just want to be here's the thing, man. Every time you look into music, you don't know you can do something unless somebody that looks like you does it. So yeah. I want to be that guy that helps. And it don't even have to be about rap music. You, I mean, I'm, you want to be a NASCAR driver. You want to be a fucking somebody who builds spaceships. I don't, I don't know. Whatever you want to be. Like, it, you ain't got to be a rapper. My whole thing is encouragement and pushing people to get to the next level in their life, man, because there's too much negative shit in the world these days. You turn the TV on, it's negative. You turn Facebook on, it's negative. You look at people's statuses, it's negative. Too much negativity in the world. Well, I, I'm going to tell you, man, just like the Muhammad Ali saying, man, rumble, young man, rumble, because heavy is the head that wears the crown, bro, and you're you're the person that a lot of people are looking up to nowadays, man, that uh, from little bitty to old in the game, and they're, they're looking for you, looking at you to show them the next move and show them how to do it, so... I'm excited, man, to, to be a part of it, man, and I and, and I like to follow it, and I like to see where you're going to go with it. So, man, we'll take this thing to the moon. Everybody that's tuning into this motherfucker, man, make sure and go like the Dirty Word podcast page for me. We're going to do this shit every week. We release something on iTunes every Friday, and if we do these live feeds, we're going to figure this shit out. I mean, today was a clusterfuck of trying to figure it out. And you know well, what? Gonna I'm going gonna, gonna to research some. I'm going to research some stuff tonight and see if I can help you out and get you figured out. All right, man. I appreciate it. Also, this guy over here named Austin. It's probably one of your biggest fans. You know, man. <laughs> he, he also dropped a single called Anxiety that he won't release to the public. Why not? <laughs> so, <laughs> let me tell you something, bro. Let me, let me, hey, let me talk that Austin dude real quick. Bro, yeah. put it out. Let me tell you why. Because any kind of any kind of feedback is good feedback. Everybody, everybody always gets in my comments when somebody, when somebody says something bad to me. They're like, Oh, well, leave church alone or this, that, and the other. No. Artists need constructive criticism, bro. It makes you a better artist. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's a man of a few words. Uh, but, uh, I, man, I talk, he, he is a big fan of yours, man. He likes to – we all dabble around. You know, we're tech nerds of sorts. And so, you know, I kind of came down these guys – I got my boy Cecil here, man. He's a city boy all the way, but he, he come from humble beginnings. 
Austin, he's a city boy. They they took a liking to this shit, man. And I and honestly, you were the guy that kind of made it happen. I introduced the idea by by getting around them and talking about this shit all the time. I'm like a walking, talking, fucking hip hop machine, you know. <laughs> and 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 they fucking you know, and then they find you and like you know the the guy. A lot of the guys we know, man, they listen to your music, man. I, my fucking uh, stepdaughter, bro, walks in the other day banging the Kevin Gates remix you did. And I'm like, how the fuck, you know? And I and the day after the Hot Springs thing, I heard old women talking about you, man, down in Gurdon, Arkansas. So, man, you're, you're on fucking fire up, church, man. Just keep on going, bro. We're rooting for you. All these people that are hitting them like buttons and commenting, man, me, and a whole lot of people just like me, man, we're, we're rooting for you, bro. I want to see you do it, man. I want you to motherfucking make it. I want you to show everybody that a country motherfucker can do this shit, man. And, and, and so... All the way to the top, I'm with you, bro. And anything I can do to help you on my end, man, I'd be glad to. Uh, and like I said, we'd love to have you on anytime, bro. I really appreciate that, man. And I, I appreciate all the love I got from you and your team over there at the Dirty Word. And I just want to say thanks to all the fans. Um, you know, without you guys, I'm not shit. Um, I'm just a dude with some words on some paper. You guys make it, you know, possible. These guys right here make it possible. And, you know, all you fans and stuff, man, I really love y'all. And I'm going to keep doing what I'm supposed to be doing for y'all because y'all do what y'all are supposed to do for me. So I just want to say thanks to y'all. Sweet. Right. Appreciate it, man. I love – thank you for coming on. No problem, man. Anytime you need me, holler at me. I said I love you, bro. <laughs> I love you too, boo-boo. Yay! <laughs> all right, All right, y'all right, take it easy, man. This is the Dirty Word, and I am up, church. I'm out. <laughs>